Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions about the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions, but we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim, and for those of you listening and not watching, I am flying solo today. Uh, apparently, Nate had another obligation, and things got a little bit uh, technically challenging, but we're going to run with an episode today, and I, I thought today would be a good time for this episode because... Um, you know, Nate's not as, as big into the conspiracy theories um, as I am. Um, I'm sure he inside he believes them, though, so we're not going to let him off the hook. But today is probably going to be the most important episode we've probably put out. And I guess by Nate not being here, he can have plausible deniability, which is what, you know, most important people want anyway. They, they want to believe stuff and they just don't want to be accountable for it. Not that saying Nate's immune to accountability. Not at all, Nate. Wouldn't do that to you. But you get my drift. So today I want to talk about some um, some serious issues. Some serious issues. And I'm going to do so by sharing a couple of um, headlines. You know, not necessarily going to dig deep into them because, you know, who has time to do all that? I know you guys don't. But I want to talk to you about where we're headed and the challenge that's going to be coming up to specifically our veterans specifically and I, and I say that specifically because <clears throat> I was around I was in the army for for many years and and I got to see a couple transitions and you know I was I was just curious you know if this was just playing itself out if this was just a change in in times but now that it's all coming together I'm seeing a little bit clearer I, we remember back in in the Clinton era when we went down to smaller smarter army and you know, I personally firsthand witnessed, I'm sure some of you vets can relate to this, that uh, they, they offered the early outs. You know, they offered people to get out early here, take some money, you know, get out early, do whatever it is you do. And I, uh, I, I thought that was interesting because what I witnessed was a lot of lifers stayed in, didn't take it. You know, guys that were five years from retirement, you know, why would you get out? You're, you're five years from retirement. You know, those are the old school guys, you know, good core of the, the army, good, you know, backbone there. I want to, well, I want to say backbone because I think backbone with the, you know, the sergeants in the middle and stuff like that. But these were the lifers, the ones that we counted on in the backbone for all our wisdom and stuff. So they stayed in, which clearly kept the military or at least the army. I can't speak for all branches, but clearly kept the army, you know, on focus. Um, and then the people on the bottom, the, the young ones, the new ones. And when I say the new ones, I mean like the ones who needed the army, you know, the ones who had no other choice. They don't have a career. They don't have a job. There's really nothing out there waiting for them. So they stayed in as well. So they're not as qualified. They're not as trained. They're not as they're not as good. They're not, just not the quality because the quality um, is achieved by the backbone, the middle, the sergeants, the ones that have been there for plenty of years. So they've learned a lot. You know, they've experienced a lot. And it's their job to teach the new ones while following the guidance of the old ones. So that really was the backbone of, of the army. And I watched all those people get out. Because why? Because they've had enough years in the military to, to take something from it. Um, but they still have a lot of their future ahead of them. They, they could still get out and establish a career. What I like to say is they had options out there. So a lot of them took <clears throat> this early out option. And, you know, what that did is it basically stripped the army of its backbone. And who replaced them? They, they did this 
big promotion and big recruitment thing. Hey, you get free college, just come to the army. So you got a lot of kids that just came in for the college money. Now, mind you, this is, again, this is all my opinion. This is all my observations, but that's exactly what happened in my opinion. And then these college kids came in or these college wannabe college kids came in and they weren't ready for the army. They didn't really want to be there. That's where you're all your sensitive, you know, stress cards and conscientious objectors. That's when all that garbage started because these kids didn't really want to be in the army. They just want a free college. I mean, that's all they wanted. They didn't realize you had an eight year commitment. There's a chance you had to deploy. You can go to war. You could possibly die for your country. So I would say some of them were probably duped, but you know, they probably duped the military or the army too. So I bring all this up because the army changed, uh, in my opinion, you know, we got softer, we got, you know, less quality and I'm, and I'm not banging, you know, the army because I still think we're one of the most powerful forces in the country. Um, especially with all the branches and, and, and respect to the Marines. I don't, I don't know if the Marines actually did that cause they're some really loyal people. Um, the Air Force has kind of always been soft, um, and the Navy as well. I mean, with respect to some of the hardcore dudes, don't get me wrong. I'm not, this isn't a, you know, a, a measuring contest here or trying to degrade any branch because we all have different missions. So those missions um, require different skills and different skills can be held by different types of people. So, you know, I'm not bashing on them, but, but let's be real. The Army's mission was occupation, some, you know, preparation, some you know, assault stuff, some transportation, like the army encompassed it all. So if I would say anything, the army is the backbone of our military. It, I'm not saying they're the best. I'm just saying they're the multifaceted branch that does a lot of stuff. So it requires a lot of different people, a lot of different skills. So, you know, with all that said, the point of this, this episode is, is just to illustrate that the military has been changing as it is. Now, push aside society. You know, I know society is changing as well. Um, you know, people are getting softer. If you've ever seen that meme, you know, where, you know, hard times make tough men, tough men make easy times, easy times make whatever. I, I don't remember all of it, but it, it makes sense. Right now we're in a generation where our kids are spoiled because we took so good care of them. We didn't let them suffer and they've got no battles. So right now is a perfect storm because we have a society that is struggling to find purpose. And, and I think that stuff becomes evident because whether you believe in the deep state or the haves and the have nots, you know, it's, it's not about race color. It's not about Democrat, Republican. It's just about a group of people who want power control and money. And when you get power control and money, it's very hard to relinquish that. It's very hard. I mean, if you want to bring it back into your yard, just look at your budget. You know what I mean? Whether you live on a low income, or middle income or high income, every time you go up in your budget, it's very hard for you to say, ah, well, I just lost a whole bunch of money, so now I'm going to go back down. It's very hard because that's not a comfortable place. Once you get the comfort of this level, you want to stay there. I mean, and that's normal. It's human nature. So you can't really fault them. The problem is, is the more money you have, the more power, the more influence, the more access you have to a lot of different things. And once you get that access, you realize things are possible with money and now it's even harder to lose that. So you tend to probably compromise your ethics, your values, your morals a little bit more to keep that money, which is why the rich get a bad name because you know what? You can, 
you know, you, you, you make millions of dollars, guess what? You have access to investments that normal people don't have access to. And then when you switch into politics and things like that, you know, you, you didn't do anything to earn your money. All you did was con a bunch of people to vote for you. And then you get into this club where everybody's telling you, hey, you know, we're about to pass a bill on this. So why don't you go ahead and invest in Tesla <clears throat> because we're going to push everybody onto electric vehicles, which is a big mistake. But it made a whole bunch of people rich who literally did nothing to earn their money, earn their money, except manipulate you, the voter, you, the, the citizen that pays your taxes. So <clears throat> that's how this all came about. I mean, I, I get it. It's a generic, you know, kind of rundown of it. But the scary part of all of it is, yes, there is, you know, I don't want to call it evolution. That's probably not the right word. But we evolve. Our country evolves. Society evolves. Like every, all this happens naturally. Um, I don't know why, like, we're in a rush to do certain things. But this could be just that natural evolution of, of society. It could, it could very well be. <clears throat> but anybody paying attention would believe that uh, our evolution right now is headed in the wrong direction. I mean, it's always been compared to you know, the Roman Empire, and there's a lot of memes about that, you know, and, and I'm not a history buff, so I'm not going to try to pretend I know what the hell I'm talking about with history, because I, quite honestly, it intrigues me, but I didn't study it. You know, I, I can relate this, and like I said, I bring it back to my own, my own uh, house. When you look at history of the world, history of the country, you don't have to really do that. You can just look at your own history, right? Look back in your past when you were younger, you made a whole bunch of mistakes, right? And hopefully you learn from those mistakes, right? So nobody's going to sit here and, and try to claim, oh, I'm so innocent, I'm so moral, I'm so value. I mean, people could dig into my closet, find some really bad skeletons that would really embarrass me or, you know, humiliate me, whatever, because I made some bad decisions, but I don't make them decisions anymore. So in real, real realistic perception of, of, of people, um, the country, you know, like just like slavery, you know, get over it. We're, 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 you know, I mean, there are racist people in this country. I'm not denying that. A lot of them tend to be racist against white people these days, but there are racist people in this country. And I've seen it with my own eyes. And sometimes there's nothing you can do to change your opinions. But the answer is not to get in an uproar and dwell on the racism. You, you just need to move on and make these people feel abnormal because most people want to fit in and get along. So if they're abnormal, it doesn't get any steam. But when you keep calling people racist, then that creates an, an, an angst and anxiety that now they hate you because you're calling them racist. And if they hate you and you happen to be one of those people, you know, in the minority or whatever, then you j just really literally just created racism. Um, now, obviously, racism is a little bigger, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about how society is operating right now. And I'm getting off on a little tangent. Let me get back to what I really want to talk about. Um, and by doing that, let me bring up some, uh, there, there are some headlines, but um, let me bring up some headlines here. The first, first one I want to talk about is, is Trump narrowly denied clean sweep of Iowa's 99 counties by one vote. Now, again, I know I'm not an expert on this whole Iowa caucus thing. <clears throat> you know, I'm not an expert on, uh, you know, even politics. You know, I just follow it now because it's in your face everywhere. Sorry, need a drink. <clears throat> I'm gonna take take drinks quite often because I'm here talking about myself. Nate allows me to take a drink when he runs a conversation. But um, 
So I'm really not an expert, but what does this show you right here? Right out the gate, Trump dominated Iowa. Okay, this is even after you know uh, crooked Nikki Haley um, got Democrats to vote for her. This is after Ron DeSantis with his horrible campaign. Um, you know, everybody likes him as a governor. You know, I, I'm really curious to see how that plays out because I'm not really quite sure. You know, I don't know everything. Don't claim to know everything. Um, but I don't know how that really, really is going to play out or how that equates to anything. But, you know, he did great things for Florida. You know, Trump supported him. Trump actually probably got him in. And then he went and turned his back on Trump for what? I mean, I don't know. I, he could be the perfect example exactly what I was talking about. He could have been a middle-aged nobody. And I don't mean by nobody by our standards of, you know, the general population, but maybe the political middle-aged nobody. He could have been that guy. And then all of a sudden he's thrust into the limelight and that adrenaline that it, those endorphins that were released while he was you know uh, getting all this fame popularity and you know hate too but he had some powerful people like Trump and some um, pro-Americans behind him and uh turns out you know he's going to be on the right side of, of history so you know maybe that got to him and maybe now all of a sudden you know he thinks he's a celebrity and the money coming in and he's exactly what I was talking about He's been promoted so high that to take a step down and honor his word, like he said, supporting Trump would be uh, catastrophic. It would be so hard for him to take. So right there is a perfect example that DeSantis, who everybody admired for the work he did in Florida, literally, literally went against his own word. You know, it, so that's kind of right there good proof of what i'm talking about so now that you understand um how that works i want to get into really what this is what's going on and what's going to happen now trump just won so he clearly displayed that what we're we've been saying um for a while is happening trump has been the favorite people realize that biden okay wait let me stop people realize that Oh, Biden. So Barack Obama running in the back lines behind the curtain, you know, Wizard of Oz style. Um, people believe, realize that this agenda that they're pushing does not favor Americans. Or if it does, it's only a select few of Americans who need that power and control. I mean, look at everything Obama did. Obama was the savior. You know, even, even I believed hope and change. Even I was sold a story by Obama. And then when I realized him, he pitted the police against uh, the citizens. I mean, he pitted, he, he reignited the whole racism thing. I mean, he has done so many things. He's, he's done so many things that, that just were not good for this country, for the direction the country should be going in. Of course, you can argue that that was also uh, in the same direction society was going anyway. So he didn't really created, he just facilitated a quick demise. <clears throat> but Obama was, you know, even on, on tape saying, you know, he wouldn't want a third presidency, but uh, he would love to be behind the scenes and, you know, with a, a headset, go look it up. You don't have to believe me, go look it up. He's literally in an interview saying this stuff. So I don't know, um, holy cow, sorry, I forgot. I realized I didn't even transition my um, slide here I've been talking about for, for 10 minutes. But anyways, I'll, I'll fix this in a minute here. But um, so he's been doing this and he's even declared this. And, and lo and behold, 
Biden's invisible. Obama has property in Washington now. I mean, all of his staffers are recommending Biden's stuff. And I mean, it, it's just so obvious to, to a normal person that wants to see the truth that Obama's been running this the whole time. Because everybody knows whether you want to be nice about, you know, Biden and, you know, his dementia, whatever he's got. Um, everybody knows that he's not running this country. The man can't walk a flight of stairs. He can't put sentences together. He probably doesn't even wipe his own ass when he goes to the bathroom. There's no way a man like this is running the country. So let's put that out there and cut the bull crap. Stop. Biden did this, Biden that, Biden nothing. Call it how it is. Obama did this. It's Obama. Call it a conspiracy, whatever you want. Time will, will show. You'll see in the future that it's really Obama that's running this country. Um, so with Trump's victory in Iowa, it's not the end of the world, but it just goes to show you that it's right. There are a lot of Americans out there who know Trump was on a better course. Yeah, he's not the nicest guy. I'm not here to say... Trump's the best in the world. He's the greatest we have, whatever. No, he's probably been one of the best presidents we've ever had because he's not been part of the corrupt system. Now, you can make arguments on whatever side you, you, you land on based on how you benefited from the presidents before. But if you stop picking a team and step back and realize that all these other presidents, that's all they've been. They've been getting themselves rich while endorsing a team. So... You know, with that said, um, Trump's been the thorn, the bull in the China, the China shop, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. He's what this country needed because he's disrupting the deep state. And whether you believe in it or not, just look what's happening. I, I, I beg you, step back. Look what's happening. He is making a lot of people mad. And why are they mad? Because he's stepping on their territory. Now, you can make an argument that he's doing that because he wants to be a fascist, even though he had four years in and he wasn't a fascist. You know, you can make an argument. But but when you stop listening to all these stupid lies that are being told about him, just bring it back into your own house. Bring it into your own house. You know what I mean? Go, go back to high school. When you were in high school and and, and not everybody's experienced this, but, you know, somebody bucked the system and, and they were telling the truth about a group of people and these people didn't like it. So they spread rumors about you. They made you out to the bag. Why did they do that? Because they were hiding their own corruption. And that's what's happening. They wouldn't need to take Trump down if he wasn't interfering with them. I mean, it's it's not about democracy. Like, this is not even a democratic country. It's a, it's a republic. And if you, when you think about it, if democracy existed, we probably would have never banned, got rid of slavery. We probably would have never changed a lot of things in this country because we're not about a democracy. We're about a constitution, a well-written constitution that protects all people, regardless of what your views are. Because let me tell you something, the mob could be wrong. Do you want to live in a country where the mob, the, the, when I say mob, not the literal mob, but the, the masses of people who are angry in their emotions get to dictate how we live? Do you want it? And then all of a sudden they all change their mind and they do something else. And now we're changing it back because the mob is angry. It's, that's not what this is. So enough about Trump. 
he's going to be our president. He should have been our president last time. I'm not going to say, it, okay, it was fortified. But just look at some of the news that this establishment is pushing out. And, and this is the one I want to talk about right now. And this is the most important one. We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of this. This is a report. <coughs> excuse me. need another drink here. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a lot harder without Nate here. But this is a report. Establishment plots military coup against Donald Trump if reelected. Now, look, people, this isn't my opinion. And I know whether you like Breitbart or wherever this came from, this document exists. It's out there. This and many other samples, they're out there. And I'm telling you, you can go look for them. You can go whatever. They're out there. So, but this here is just an example of what they're talking about. They're talking about if Trump gets a hold of the military, they, they have to make Trump to be this bad dictator guy. Like, think about this for a second. Remove yourself from the idiot uh, battle of R versus D, whatever, you know, remove yourself, conservative, liberal, remove yourself from all that. Listen to what they're saying. Listen to what they're saying Trump is going to do. Everything they're saying Trump is going to do, Biden's uh, office, uh, Obama, Biden's office, whatever, is literally doing it to Trump right now. They're censoring him. They're trying to lock up their competition. They're doing everything that they're saying Trump is going to be a dictator. They're creating wars. They said Trump's going to go. There's endless examples. So you really have to have a deep hatred for this man, which that hatred didn't exist before he was president. Everyone loved this man. You, you literally have to have a deep hatred. And why do you have that hatred? Let me explain to you the phenomenon that happened, the psyops, whatever, because there's some smart people. Because you guys remember how marketing got its, its, its blast. Marketing got its blast when they realized they can mentally manipulate people. I think it started back in the day with cigarettes when they marketed to women. They realized there was a whole market out there they can hit. So they had to make women believe smoking cigarettes made them cooler and sexy and all that. So very smart people know how to manipulate the, the population, right? And that's what these people do. And, and you can see it in examples of, you know, when the, the media posts some lie, like the Russian dossier, they post a lie and then another media quotes them. And then all of a sudden the third one's like, oh, wait, two media things are reporting it. So it must be true. So all of a sudden it starts to appear true. These are all tactics. I mean, and all these politicians have their own tactics. So at the end of the day, whether you 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 believe this media source or not, just, you know, I'm going to break it down. I, I can look at this document and I can tell you for a fact, they're trying to take this man out. And it's a hypocritical thing, too, because everything they're accusing of, I mean, look, at you know, Biden's very own son is on video, you know, having fornicating with prostitutes while smoking weed and, I mean, weed, doing coke and all that stuff. And yet he gets a pass. And you even have morons on, on, on Capitol Hill, you know, talking about that stuff. Oh, well, he, you know, stop picking on him. He just loves his son. Like, get real. I mean, get real. Creepy Joe Biden, you know, sniffs little kids, touches women inappropriately, you know, all this stuff. All this stuff he does, if you took the name Biden and put Trump there, people would be mad as hell at him. But since it's Biden. So how did we get there? What we did is a society, as a, as a people... We allowed people to manipulate us so deep that they infiltrated our beliefs and values. And what I say, what I mean by that is, is, you know, we have beliefs 
our values tend to be deeper, but our beliefs can be changed. I've had beliefs changed before. And the way you change beliefs is with um, uh, positive information on the opposite side. You know, for example, we'll, we'll just go to the racism part. You know, there may be people who grew up where, you know, there weren't a lot of black people and they were told black people were bad and their first and second interaction with black people was negative. You may create racism based on that. But if this same person were to be in, in, in maybe open up their world a little bit, be in an environment where they see the counter to that. Wow, look, there's a lot of good black people. Oh, wow. So maybe I was wrong. That can change a belief. But what happens now, what's happening now is people have turned their beliefs and tied them to their values and then they've ingested them into their character. So now if, if it turns out that the, the COVID was a big hoax, um, which, you know, some of us really believe it wasn't a hoax. I mean, it was a real thing, but it was created. But if it turns out that even the mask, let's go to the masks, that the studies are right, the masks don't work, but people still wear them. They're not going to stop wearing them because if they're wrong, not only are they just wrong, oh, maybe my, my you know, I, I misunderstood something I didn't understand, or maybe all oh, my belief was a little off. Now their character is at stake. If they are wrong about that, they could be wrong about a lot of things. And now they are a, a, a liar. Now they are, you know, a spreader of false information. They're all the things that, that people try to accuse you to be just to demoralize you. So we've, we've done that. I could be wrong on a lot of stuff. I could be wrong on everything. And it's not going to change my character. I still have morals and values. And that's what I stand on when I, I take my perspective of all this stuff. So just to, to wrap this up, uh, I want to just show a couple more things because this Texas seizes control U.S.-Mexico border blocks federal government access. This right here shows you the war is coming, the civil war is coming. And the civil war meaning, um, you know, Americans, I think they're diehard Americans versus the, the people who think they're Americans, think they're standing up for something that's of value, but they're being manipulated. And, and when I when I go into that stuff, I, like here, um, troops do not have an extremist problem, but veterans do. Think about this, gentlemen. And I'm talking to you veterans out there. I'm also talking to you military people, you police out there. I'm talking to all of you out there. Um, you are the ones that are going to be caught in the mix of this. You're the ones, not the average citizen who ignores the news, goes about their day. They're not going to get caught in this because they don't have a clue what's going on. They're not going to be pawns in this game. You are. So going back to the beginning, like I said, the military has been changed. It's been changed. So now everyone that's outside the military is being demonized. Why? Go back to what I said. They're the backbone. They're the ones that had the, the strongest and, and most, you know, valuable part in the military at this time. And I'm not dismissing you old timers because you did your part. But as you get older, we know you, you, you tend to take less responsibility and relax and let the backbone do it. But so that's the strength of the military. And now they're all out. All of us veterans out, we're probably more likely to be, you know, a, nation, a, a nationalist kind of people where we love America because we fought for this country. We risked our lives. We made it through hard times. We did all these things. So we are the threat now because they're filling the military with two things, with, you know, people that hate America and now they're trying to fill it with people who aren't even from America. So what's going to happen when our military is, is filled with people who do not care about America? 
and then they just send it. They they send us amount us on us as citizens, and now they're trying to vilify as veterans, so they're going to have a reason to come for us first. So you're going to be faced with a challenge. Even you, policemen. I'm I'm not talking about the bad ones. I mean, come on. Every 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 occupation has good and bad people. So, but just to give you an example. Just like this, the court ruling allows state to see citizens for indefinite quarantine and isolation. So they're turning the government, they're turning the laws, the police who enforce them, the military, they're turning all of that stuff against the citizens. And they're going to go after the bad people, the people they declare bad. And those people will probably be what, you know, uh, people who love America, people who don't fall in line with what their agenda is, their plan. So that's what they're doing. They're starting to build a force against their own citizens. And by labeling their own citizens bad people, they can do exactly what Hitler did. And they can have people who have no clue in the world just do their job. And, and, and I'm going to call out you policemen and, and you military guys. I'm going to call you out specifically because I know for a fact that just doing your job is not what you're, you're, you're supposed to do. You took an oath to uphold the Constitution. So you have an obligation to not enforce laws and rules and, and orders that are unconstitutional. You have an obligation. So for those of you who are using just doing my job to protect your, your job so you don't lose your job, well, you're a coward and you're going to be the cause of the demise in this country. You are going to be because you're the one that's supposed to be standing for this country, standing for our values, standing for our constitution. And you're the first person to say, well, I was told to. That's my orders. So you in the military, you're going to have to deal with this. It's coming. Uh, it's coming. You're going to have to face this and you're going to have to make a decision because right now that's the plan. They're going to fill the military or police forces because the good ones are leaving. And they're just bringing in garbage. So as a citizen, it may not be, it may be authority versus citizens. It may get to that point. But before that, if you are part of that authority and you're not standing up for, for the, the Constitution and the Americans and, and our way of life, then you're going to be part of the problem. And if we do come to a civil war, just remember, you're going to be on the other side. So all the crap that's going on that they're putting into you, and they're making you do, you're going to be accountable for their decisions. You are. Nobody's going to cut you a break because you're following your orders when things get really bad. I hope they don't. And I'm going to go ahead and end this because I've been you know, going a little bit long. But my whole purpose on this was was to, to basically send a message. I don't want to call it a warning. That sounds very diabolical. But I wanted to send a message to... Um, all the veterans out there and all the, you know, the people, the authority, whether you're in border patrol, FBI, I don't care what group you're in. If you're doing wrong, you're going to ignore me anyway. If you're just, you know, evil and doing wrong, you're going to ignore me anyway. But if you are one of those people sitting quiet, allowing this stuff to happen, you will be the cause of this. You will be the cause of the demise of this country. You will be um, on the wrong side. And I'm sorry, you're not going to get cut a break. You, you combat veterans, you know this. You know, just because some foreigner decides he wants to be a nice guy today and he's out in the combat, out in the field, out in fire, he doesn't get a break if he's still coming toward you. He doesn't get a break. Doesn't matter what his character, his beliefs are at that point. You're in war. So before we get to that point, you guys need to start showing up. Now, I grant it, I'm just a, 
an average veteran on a YouTube channel. I hate YouTube on a, a, a Rumble channel. And I'm just speaking my opinions and my views. And sure, I'm probably going to get flack for them and people are going to hate me, call whatever. I, I really don't care because I'm standing on my values. And I love this country and I will protect my family and, and this country and I will do what I need to do. And anyone who threatens that um, is going to be on the other side. And if you're part of that, just just know where you're at because you're not going to be the king when it's all said and done. All of these people think that it's not coming for them. But when when if, if this establishment, if this deep state wins and takes out the people, I mean, you can see a perfect example. I feel like I'm going on again. A perfect example how black people were used as the pawns for many years. And now they're being pushed aside and illegals are the pawns right now. Just open your damn eyes. The patterns are all there. They're all there. I'm not saying you need to become a Republican. I'm not saying you need to give up things you believe. I'm saying open your damn eyes. Stop tying everything to your character and do the right thing. Do the right thing. And if the right thing is what you're doing and you're doing wrong, then just be okay with the consequences. Even if you come out on top, you're eventually going to be on the bottom because every authority needs someone to be over everyone and everybody with power who wants power is going to need to take that power and use that power against other people. That's what's been happening throughout mankind. So you'll be part of that problem and you live on with your life, but I'm not going to be. So until the next time, Godspeed. Thanks for joining us here at Pull the Pin Already. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you like what we do, go ahead and hit that like button and share this video with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. But most importantly, leave a comment below. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinion. Hope to see you here next time on Pull the Pin Already.